you know, we all have that one person who we just really can't stand. You know, someone who tends to get under our skin because they always seem to know exactly what to say. And oftentimes it's the truth that we need to hear. And whether we like it or not, we all need that person who tells us about ourselves and keeps us honest and humble. And truthfully, that person isn't always our friend either. I mean, sometimes it, it's a good thing that they aren't our friend. Well, on today's episode, we're looking at someone who came really just to wreak havoc and cause war, but ended up saving the day in the end. And that character is uh, Aftel Crater's guard dog, Hughes. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Nate, and you're listening to the Otaku Liberation, a show where we help you break free from the chains that are holding you back in your life by connecting some biblical principles with themes from your favorite anime. And without further ado, let's get into it. So before I start deep diving into Hughes, the verse I want to go over today is Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. And it says, when a person's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. And I know it's kind of straightforward, but what it's really saying is when we're walking in our purpose and the purpose that God's called us to, um, you know, to fulfill, then he'll make it so even our enemies will essentially walk in step with us. Right. Whether it's intentional or not on their on their in their regard. And essentially, it's like no matter what they do, God will always find find a way to basically make it out for your benefit. Because you are being obedient and following what he's designed you to do. And I feel like Hughes is a perfect example for that in regards to in regards to World Trigger. Because, you know, when he first showed up, he's a part of the invading force uh, from uh, After Crater. So After Crater is a, is a neighboring world um, to Earth. And they invaded Earth in search of what they call baby birds. And essentially, you're just people who have... A uh, high try-on amount because they needed them to essentially power their own triggers and things like that on their own planet. So they weren't going to use their own people. They just could have come to Earth and just take <laughs> take our people, right? And Hughes was one of the you know I don't know, I don't think he was so much of a general, but he was high. He was high up, right? He was a high high enough combatant where you know they could let him go off and do his own thing, and and so. So that's that's initially how he came to Earth. Now, of course, during during that whole invasion, Nazi he, he lost. He went against Jin, who's again the the strongest guy on the show, realistically. And after that, he became a prisoner of war. But you know, in order to yeah, I can let me back up. So after he became a prisoner of war, right? Hughes and then the, again the main character Osamu, they they're goals happen to align with each other. Hughes wants to go back home and Osamu wants to go on the away mission to search for his his mentor, right? And the best shot that he had of doing that was asking Hughes to join his team. Because like I covered in in pretty much all of their previous episodes, um, is that the main issue with Osamu's squad is that Yuma is the only one who can score points. He's the only one that is honestly a real threat because chica sure her power is you know insane you know she she can level the map if she wanted to but she can't 
take out people and she can't shoot people. And that is a detriment in, you know, in, in mock battles and the real battles, right? If you can't take out the enemy, then you're essentially failing your job as, as an agent, as a soldier rather. And so because of that, she can't shoot people. She can't score points on her own. Osamu, like we've covered multiple times before, he's not cut out for that. He's not a combatant at all. And he gets taken out first almost every time. So that just leaves Yuma as the main threat. But of course, when everyone knows that, it becomes really easy to, you know, be a hindrance, the hindrance to him. And despite their their recent successes with the you know the 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 mock battles and they're climbing their ways up their way up in the ranks it 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 became a glaring 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 weakness that if you take out either osamu or chika before yuma then the whole thing is going to go down because their their new strategy needs all three members to be intact you take out one piece and the whole thing crumbles and the best way they needed to counteract that was to get a fourth person, to get somebody else who can rival Yuma's skill level in order to balance out the team composition. So now the enemy can't just focus down one person. They had to split their attention. And that person was was Hughes. And they figured he was the best option at the time uh, because they've seen what he can do in real-life battle, and he wasn't already part of a squad because he's not even from Earth. Um and so, so that's kind of the backstory of how he joined joined their squad, right? And the reason why I chose Hughes for this episode, and the reason why I mean, I titled this episode, you know, the foils of war, right? You know what a character foil is? It's somebody who you essentially, I don't, I don't want to say contradict. I don't think that's the right word for it, but essentially, someone who is almost like the exact opposite of whatever character you're comparing them to, right? And the reason. I chose Hughes because Hughes is kind of like that for Osamu, at least in, in my in my analysis, the way I was looking at it, because Hughes is very confident, confident in his skills and prowess and what he does. And he knows what he can do. He can do it well. But he's also he's not he's not above taking orders from from people. Right. From, from taking taking order from people that he respects and he deems as worthy. And the reason I bring that up is because the first issue that they had was Hughes following Osama's orders and that's because he doesn't fully respect him and he I mean he just straight up told Osama to his face like if if Osama gives an order that Hughes doesn't agree with then he's just not he's just not going to do it he's going to do what he wants to do so that was that was a caveat and for Osama that was a that was something he had to take into consideration because up until this point both Yuma and Chika just did whatever he said because they trusted him that much. I mean, he, they've built up that relationship with him. They know what he's capable of, and they trust his judgment. Houston, on the other hand, has not. He's seen the hesitation in Osamu's decision-making sometimes where he'll put his team above the mission. And from Hugh, from Hughes' standpoint, that's not always the best, not, it's not always the best um, option to take. So, and what I really like now is to take note of is that you know, in in life, not everyone's going to agree with us, and they don't have to. Right? I mean, we all have our own opinions, we all have our own minds, we all have all have our own thoughts about you know certain situations, certain things that are going on. So we don't all have to be on the same page. And I think in 
especially in, in today's world, the way things are now, it, it's almost taboo to have a different opinion about something. Like if you don't agree with the hive mind and you're, you're outcasted and just thrown aside. Right. And, and sometimes it's not even about you attacking their opinion. Right. It's not even about that. It's just you having a different one. Like, you know, we can't have different opinions anymore without it being an attack on on us, right? We feel personally offended, personally attacked by, you know, someone not liking the clothes I wear or whatever the case may be, right? Something, something crazy like that. And honestly, it's just, it's all about how we respond to those situations. How do we respond to somebody challenging our quote unquote authority on something? And, you know, I, I, I find it, it's the hardest when Whenever you've been doing something for a long time, you know, whether it's a certain certain skill, you know, you've been at a job, you know, something that you've already established, that you've been established at, and you see yourself as a, you know, quote unquote, uh, expert, expert in that area. Now, you know, again, the the one thing that the important thing to know is that there's always somebody out there better than you, no matter what, no matter how good you are, no matter how good you may think you are, no matter how you know, awesome you think you are, there's always some can be somebody out there that's better than you at something. And once you accept that, then you go, that's when you know, your ego doesn't get bruised as easily because you already know in your mind, someone, you know, I'm, I'm grinding, I'm working hard, I'm working hard to perfect my craft as much as possible. But there's also X amount of people out there doing the same thing, right? Some of them, they're just better at me because they have a, they have a knack for it, right? They don't have to work as hard, but they but they do, and because they have the natural talent to back it up, then of course they're going to be ahead of me, right? And and that's okay. That's okay because honestly, that that gives you something to to aim for, to aim towards, right? Because I don't want you to get discouraged just because somebody is better at you, some somebody disagrees with you, somebody may not like like the way you are, right? And because again, we as people are very fickle. <laughs> We're very fickle. We we turn on each other. At the at the drop of a dime, and it's it's sad to say, but that's that's the truth of it. So if we get hung up on every little thing, on every little thing somebody may say or may do to us, then you're always going to be upset. You're always going to be just you know unmotivated. Always going to be you know distraught, right? And I think, I think really, I just again, I just kind of want us all to see things for what they are, right? See the world for what it is right now, and just try to make it better, right? Try to make it, you strive to make yourself better so you can make the world better, right? Because again, we have to be the change that we want to see. And part of that change, part of that getting better is knowing when to take criticism, knowing when to take adversity and then respond to it. You know, you don't have to be in kind, like you don't have to attack back at them, but really make sure you hear them. I know it's one of these things all the time where you're talking to somebody and it's more like you're talking at them versus with them. And you're just like, yep, yep, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And they're saying all that. They're not really listening to you. They're hearing they're hearing the sound coming from your mouth. But in all, in all actuality, they're just waiting for you to finish so they can just rebuttal everything you just said. They didn't hear it. They didn't hear a word. Or sorry, they didn't listen to a thing you said. They heard you, but they didn't listen. And, you know, I've had a couple conversations like that before with some people. And it's just like, you know, it's... Like, why bother, right? Why bother? But you do it, you know, you, I want, I want you to not be that person. I want you to listen, listen to the opposition, listen to the arguments that are being said. And again, 
they don't have to be an argument. Just have a conversation. You don't have to be up in arms about everything. The same goes for the other person. I understand some topics are touchy. People get heated. But at the end of the day, you know, we don't get better if we're not challenged. And that's pretty much all it is. So with Hughes being there, Hughes not really wanting to follow Osama's orders. Now, for me, when I first saw this, you know, when I first watched the anime, first read the manga, things like that, when I first saw it with Hughes, I thought he's just going to be, you know, completely disobedient, just not wanting to listen to him. Um, for my Pokemon fans out there, it's like when you get traded a high-level Pokemon, but you don't have enough badges to command it, so it, sometimes he just doesn't listen. I thought it was going to be like that with Hughes, but it actually didn't go that way. It was... In, actually, Hughes perfectly demonstrates what I was just talking about. Osama gave an order to to try to protect Chica instead of taking out the enemy. And that's because you know her shot uh, exposed her position to the enemy, but the enemy were hiding. So they didn't know where they were and they weren't sure they want to go after, go after her to take her out of the equation or they were just going to try to sneak attack Hughes and Yuma who were in another location. And um, initially, Hughes and Yuma were just going to tag team and search for the enemy and they take him out one by one. And but Osamu didn't want to take the risk of leaving Chica by herself because at the time she still can shoot people. So she couldn't defend herself. So he wanted uh, Hughes and Yuma to retreat to go protect her. And Hughes was like, no, that doesn't make any sense. You know, we essentially have this game in the bag. Let's finish this mission. They're probably just going to bluff us anyway. And in, during that time, Yuma stepped in to say, look, I'll go cover Chica while Hughes finished looking for him. And Hughes just said, OK, we'll do that. And it's that right there. Right. You they had two different viewpoints on what they should do right and he wasn't dismissing osama's plan completely he understood where he was coming from but he he gave his opinion in the uh, why that was a bad idea why this should work instead and then when an ultimatum uh not an ultimatum excuse me when a compromise was offered up he didn't argue it he didn't back down because you know it wasn't his idea he just said okay let's do it with that just to see you know and see how this plays out and said that's the type of mindset i want us all to have and it's just it may not be your plan it may not be your your idea but just have an open mind be open up be open enough to take criticism take up compromise and compromising is a skill that we all need to learn right cuz Again, relationships are hard. Relationships with people are hard because you got your own ideas, your own thoughts, your own, you know, backgrounds, all this come meshing together. And I'm talking about all relationships, right? Not just romantic ones, just in general, whether it's your, with your sibling, your parents, your children, you know, your coworker, your neighbor. Anytime you're dealing with another person, it's a complicated thing, especially when you know them for a long enough time, right? And so in... And so in that in that moment, again, Hughes kind of showed the thing that I want us all to kind of model. Say, okay, sure, it's not what I initially thought. It's not what I wanted to go with, but hey, this is good enough for right now. Let's just go ahead and get this get this done. At the end of the day, we're trying to accomplish the same goal, and that goal is again is going on going on the away mission because when Hughes joined the team, he made a promise to Osama and the group that he was going to get them on that away mission no matter what. So after after he joined the team, every action that he took 
you know, in the subsequent rounds of the of the rank wars of the mock battles and things like that was so he can help them score points to get on the away mission, right? And and of course, you know, again, he has his own ambition for for going too, right? Because he wants to go home, which is fine. Just because somebody is helping you on in, with your goal doesn't mean they don't have their own goal as well, right? To, because ulterior motives all the time aren't bad things necessarily, right? And, you know, they, you know, this could be a reason for anything. Like you have to get some type of benefit out of the every action that you do, right? And I think people think that that's a bad thing, right? Because like, case of point, you know, we, we say you know we follow in the Lord, we want to do good things, you know, because they're good and because they're right, right? But there's also a, a selfish implication to it as well because we don't do things that don't feel good, right? As humans, we we actively shy away from things that don't feel good to us. So, but when we're, when we are following the Lord, when we are doing the things that we feel like we're called to do, feel like the things we're being obedient, there is a sense of peace about it that comes with it. And that's a feeling that we want to get more of. So we're inclined to to be more obedient, to do good things because we're going to get that feeling back, right? Right now, again, you're not doing that for that reason, but that is a part of it. Right. In every action that we do, there is a, some part of it that's going to benefit us in some way. Otherwise, why are we still doing it? Right. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? So having a ulterior motive, having a um, a little selfish motivation isn't all bad. Right. It is not because, again, we don't make any decision. We don't do anything repeatedly unless there's some benefit to us in some way. And in Hughes's case, helping them out was uh, his ticket back home essentially and again though they have different goals and they don't may not see you know eye to eye on everything Hughes and Osama were able to cooperate making them honestly one of the strongest squads because again Osamu, Yuma and Chika were one of the top squads anyway in despite all their flaws and things like that because of just how Osamu thinks how Yuma performs and then Chika's cover add Hughes to the mix and then they're honestly borderline unbeatable <laughs> like if they get together then they, there's, there's not a lot that the enemy team can do to stop them right and and that's that's what I'm saying you have to learn to work with others because it's an important life skill like I said we can't go through this world alone no matter how much some people may want to you know you're always going to have to interact with somebody in some form or fashion right that's how society it's literally how society is created, right? That's how communities are formed and made and maintained. You have to learn to work with other people, even with even if you don't agree with them, you can agree you can agree to disagree, and 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 move on. Because I mean, we're all living this life. We're all we're all just we're all just trying to get through it, right? I mean, we're all trying to live and enjoy and experience, you know, each and every day on on this fine green earth the best the best way that we can, and. We don't have to make it harder for each other, you know. Let's let's not, because <laughs> we all know hard is already life is already hard enough as as it is, and it can be. But you know, just again, we don't it's just not to butt heads over everything. And the question I want to ask is, you know, how can we learn to work with people that we may butt heads with, right? What are some things that we can do to kind of even that out? And I know for me personally, it was. You know, realizing that just because I may think that I'm right doesn't mean 
that I have to be right. And people who, it's basically, you know, you don't have to be right all the time, right? If you're in an argument or you're having a heated discussion with somebody and you may think you're, you think you're right to your face is blue, but they just may not understand it. They just doesn't just know when, when to call it quits. And that's not saying that you're wrong. It's not disproving or, you know, whatever. It's just, Hey, at this point, at this point, we've gone, we've gone past what the argument was about and now we're just wasting time. So, you know, we can either it's call it, let's call it quits here. We can agree to disagree and just, just move on to the next thing. Cause at the end of the day, all we're going to end up doing is just wasting time and wasting our breath. And, Nobody wants to do that. And so, I mean, that's, that's just one thing for me is just to learn to, okay, you know, take a step back, you know, let them have their opinion. You have yours. If you can't come to an agreement, it's fine. Respectfully, let's just respect each other's opinions and views on things and just move on, move on with your life. Right. And another thing I've learned too is that I don't necessarily give my opinion anymore unless it's asked of me. Um, because in the past times I would I've said some things that were, you know, maybe a friend was confiding in me about something and me being a logical person I am, I just I tell them the facts, right? And just like this is what this is. And that wasn't what they wanted or needed at that point in time. Well, it wasn't what they wanted. Whether they needed it or not, that's between them and God. But that wasn't what they wanted at the time. So now all of a sudden it's my fault. Right. I'm sure we've all been there. We all had that happen before, but it was like, okay. So now I learned to just, you know, all right, let, let them tell me what, what they need, what, what they, or what they want. Right. And do I follow that all the time? No. Cause sometimes they, they look, they need to hear the truth. I'm going to tell them the truth. I mean, that's, that's always going to be the case. But now I know sometimes it's like, Hey, this, this isn't, this isn't my battle. So I don't need to interject myself in it. Right. And, just let them handle what they need to handle. If they ask for my help, then of course I'll be there. But, you know, don't interject for somebody else if they they don't need it, right? <laughs> you say, because at that point you're overstepping your boundary. And that's just, again, that's just me personally. What I've learned over the last couple of years is just to, you know, take a step back, observe, and if they need, they need my input, I'll give it to them. If not, you know, then hey, I'm, I'm here when they do. And, Again, that's just part of the whole relationship dynamic of, you know, interacting with somebody else. You just got to know who you're talking to, who you're working with, who you're, you know, who you're living with, who you're, you know, who you're working with on a team, at school, on um, at work, all these different things. So, so again, so again, again, the moral of the story, right, is just that, hey, just because somebody doesn't agree with you doesn't mean that they're the bad guy. doesn't mean that they're out to get you. doesn't mean that they're attacking you personally. It just means they have a different opinion, right? You know, unless they're blatantly attacking you verbally, you know, or whatever the case may be. Because you, you, we can tell the difference between somebody who's actively trying to get after us and who are just saying hurtful and mean things because they want to, they want to hurt us, versus somebody who's just said, no, I don't really agree with that. You know, I don't think that's, the right thing because X, Y, and Z, and you know, those are two different things. Those two completely different things and ways to go about something. So again, I want, I don't want us all to get so confused and so caught up in the moment and when their emotions are high and thinking like, Oh man, just cause you disagree with me means you, you hate everything about my life. No, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> I just said, I don't agree with this part of it. Right. And these are the reasons why I don't. And 
and, and, and that's it. I mean, that's literally it. Don't don't make something out of nothing, right? And don't make nothing out of something, right? Something's really bothering you. Something's really on your chest. Don't just let it pass by because all it's going to do is fester and grow. And then the next time it's brought up, then is when it's going to get ugly and get personal when it doesn't have to be, right? So there's there's a balance. There's a way to do it. You know, you just got to find yours, find what works for you. But again, I'm say not everyone's going to, we're not all going to agree with each other, but we can all live with each other, right? Because I mean, we're all here right now. Let's try to make the most of it. And hey, we just agree to disagree because again, we're not going to grow if we're never challenged, right? So anyway, so that's that's all I got for you guys today. So thank you for tuning in to today's episode. And I pray that you got what you needed out of it. And hopefully you learned something new about yourself. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. I would love reading you guys' comments and it helps me improve each and every episode. And as always, please remember, you are the main character of your story. And that story doesn't end until he says so. All right. Be blessed.